Good morning, gorgeous. How are you doing today? I hope you're all doing wonderful. This is your very first time listening. My name is Dr. Michelle, and you're listening to A Feminine Impression. And today, I would like to discuss how to begin your feminine journey. I want to give you four tips for those of you who are just starting off on how to start. Now, I do realize that there are a number of you ladies that have been feminine for a very long time, and somewhere along the way, you've lost yourself. You've lost that feminine touch, especially if you're a mother or a wife or both or a caregiver. You may spend so much of yourself to others that you've forgotten yourself. And it is necessary for you to understand how valuable and necessary you are in this world. You see, many women are putting all of their care into others, especially children, and understandably, but very little into ourselves because we believe that it's a sacrifice. But the kicker is, a sacrifice is when you give up something of less importance for something of more importance, more value, okay? It's not supposed to be you're giving up something valuable for something valuable. Your baby, your child, your husband is not more valuable than you. And many ladies do get lost in that. You may think that all of these choices you're making are benefiting your child, but if you are not fulfilled, you are not balanced. It's like not allowing your baby to be out in the cold without a jacket, but you go out in a t-shirt and risk getting sick. You know that you cannot do that as a mother. You know that you cannot get sick because everything will shut down if mama is sick. But the thing is, when you neglect yourself, when you take off all of those duties and you realize that you haven't cared for yourself, taking on duties that a man should take on, thinking for everyone, not grooming yourself. You're sick in a different way. You're depleted. You're not functioning in your best you. And the people around you notice, and it does affect the people around you because it will inevitably affect your mood, affect your energy, affect your productivity, affect your enthusiasm, affect your ability to be able to go shopping and dress up and relax. It affects you and it is making you sick in a different way. It's just like going out without that jacket. You have to take care of yourself too. You owe it to yourself. It's a form of self-preservation and even distribution of joy. And we'll talk more about that later, but my hope is that you are balanced and fulfilled in all ways as a woman and take steps in returning back to your true nature. So sit back, relax, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. The very first way to begin your feminine journey is to have a neat and put together appearance every single day. If you're trying to develop any new behavior, you are reprogramming your brain. This takes time and consistency. And if you're inconsistent, you will rarely see results. And this is with anything. It does not matter that it's femininity. It's a change in your behavior and it's going to require that you do it every single day until it becomes a habit. 
Okay, so if you're serious, then you will make a commitment. It is simply a new habit you are developing, like brushing your teeth, washing your face. It will you come receive compliments that can brighten your up your best mood. You every feel more single day. Now, I will say that most people do have varying perspectives on things, but one thing almost everyone can agree on is that when you look good, you feel good. which is where you need to be in order to attract good into your life. So it's good all around. Look in your closet, donate, sell, throw out anything you don't like, anything you don't look at and get excited about. Anything that you would not buy again. So when you're looking through your things, take a look and say, would I buy this again? Does it flatter you? If not, let it go. You have to let go of things to make space for more. As you are looking through your clothing, I want you to focus on things that say woman. Anything that will give you a feminine impression. So focus on colors that bring life. Red, pink, orange, yellow, white. Look for cooler tones, colors that are pastel. So baby blue, baby pink peach wear heels if you don't wear heels then wear flats that look elegant like ballet flats look through your wardrobe and get serious this is your mission this week okay don't get discouraged if you look at things and they bring back memories or you put things on and they don't fit or you're left with almost nothing you are left with everything you are left with everything you are going to need in order to get back to you so develop an attitude for abundance. It will grow from there. Just know that you have what you need now. So even during quarantine, when you're at home, try to look nice. Don't just sit in sweats and in your pajamas all day. Get up and put on something that makes you feel good. Wear makeup, even if it's just tinted moisturizer and like a neutral lipstick and mascara. Just look like you love yourself. Look like you care about every single part of you. Now, I know some ladies say that they can't dress in a certain way because of their job, and that's okay, but there's always something you can do to look feminine. If you just sit back and think about it, you can always come up with something. Stop and think, what would give this uniform a feminine impression? How can I say with my presence, woman? So if it's scrubs, maybe I'll have on makeup or a necklace. I would have my nails painted or my nails done. If I wear glasses, they'll be feminine looking glasses. If I'm allowed to choose my jacket or my sweater, it'll be feminine in some kind of way. But you can always do something. You have to get creative, honey. You have to look into your mind. You are blessed with a unique mind. Access it. If under all circumstances you can't have a feminine appearance, you can always have feminine behavior. But that's not what this is about right now. We're really just talking about the outer appearance. If you can't really do that during the day because of your job, then when you get home, Perhaps you can wear some lingerie every single day. Walk around in your home in the evening with lipstick lingerie and get into your feminine vibe. Feel like a 
woman. This will help you. Once you fully integrate femininity into your wardrobe and into your lifestyle, you will see how it affects the things that you do. It will help you do less masculine things. You can't just bend down and lift something heavy when you just got your nails done or when you have long nails. They're going to get ruined. You're not going to do that. You're not going to be able to run around and rush through life if you have on heels and a dress every day. It will force you to slow down, take it easy, acknowledge people, smile at people, take in life, and allow men and other people to also help you with things. So I invite you to slow down, dress up, and preserve your life for yourself and everyone you love. The next thing I invite you to do is to gift yourself with one hour. One. There are 24 hours, so just one. One hour. Wake up one hour earlier than you normally do. If you want the best out of your day, then I recommend waking up at 4 or 5 a.m. Yes, I understand that that's early, but you will see why that's necessary. If you want to be feminine, you must get comfortable being uncomfortable, okay? If you want to be successful, you must get comfortable being uncomfortable. This is the only way to bring good into your life. You have to get used to making your needs a priority and shifting things and being uncomfortable with those shifts until good arises. So waking up early feels wonderful once you make it a habit. Most people have a hard time getting out of bed because they can already envision what their day is going to be like. That's not a fulfilling feeling. It's not even a good feeling for a lot of people. And that's why they can't get out of bed. So that's part of what we have to change. You should be excited to get out of bed every day because your life is fulfilling. You are fulfilling your purpose. You're fulfilling your passions. You're being replenished and you feel good. And yes, sometimes you're just tired. You know, it's just hard to get up sometimes. But that's usually because we as women are overworking ourselves. That's why we're so tired. We're staying up way too late binge watching shows and on Instagram and YouTube and just filling up time because we don't have enough going on in our lives or nothing fulfilling enough going on in our lives. And either way, you're tired in the morning and unfulfilled, right? It's just a really negative cycle. And you can change all of this by gifting yourself with one hour every single day. So yes, it will require you to sleep earlier, but that is a gift to yourself, one that you're going to unwrap in the morning. This time is yours. So make it a moment. Create a moment for yourself every single morning. You create it however you like. Light candles, light incense, play music, soft music with no words. You can have low lighting and set the mood, whatever you like, but you're going to create this moment every single day for yourself as a commitment and then use that hour to do different things. The first thing though I would recommend should be having a mindful moment with God to thank God for your life along with thanking him for what he's going to do in my life and thanking him for all the things he's going to give me ahead of time. It's the most important moment of your day. When you wake up and you have that mentality, 
it shifts you into a completely different vibration and you feel better right away. So once you do that, it's important for you to get something to drink and just have a second to drink it and not do anything else at the same time like writing or reading or watching something. Just drink your drink and take in the day. I would follow that up by doing about 10 minutes of meditation. 10 minutes is about all you need to be able to focus and relax your body and get it into a mindful place of awareness and then kind of propel yourself into the next thing you do. And I would recommend that the first time that you do this and you have this gift to yourself, this morning moment, that you write down three things that you want for yourself in life. It can be anything, anything three things then stay focused and search online and and really stay focused don't start looking at other things stay focused during that one hour time that you have on the things that you're doing and search for a book or a podcast in those three areas whatever it is whatever you want learn about it learn about how to get it every single day whether it's your passion, your purpose, something that you want in terms of love or emotions or your career, anything. Learn about how to get it, whatever it is. God gifted us with everything in this world. Everything you want, honey, is already here. That's the great thing. It's already here. Whatever you want, it's just a matter of getting it. So it's important for you to have knowledge on how to get it right so that's what you're doing you're giving yourself that time to and figure out how to get being this like you floating want. dream and meditating figure out on that how people on got that, what they got on that. figure out I how they started to find their a mentor someone because who has already achieved whatever you want who is and begin to study in and any from field them. Has it can be someone on their YouTube. Thinking. it can be someone who's already passed away and written a book you can read about them but actually take the time to really deep dive into the things that you want. And that's something we'll talk about later, but it's necessary to know what mentality they had to be able to get what they got. That's just as important as figuring out what they did. Now, in doing this, what you're going to realize is it will require you to release the spirit of jealousy or envy. That is crucial if you want anything good. You have to put out good. It's the way God designed the earth. You get out what you put in. If you're hating on people who have the very thing you want, you are taking steps backwards from receiving anything. And it's very unfortunate because you can have it too. You may not believe that, but you will eventually. But for now, just write off faith. You can have it too. But you have to realize that when you are envious and you are jealous of people who have things that you want, you are living in a state of ignorance. Jealousy is ignorance. You don't know what that person has gone through to get what they have, and yet you want it. You don't even know what it would have required of you. Would you want that too? And the worst part is that so many people are jealous of people who aren't even really happy. So it will help everyone if you transmit, you transfer that pinch you feel in your stomach 
into love. Congratulate them genuinely. You can pretend it's you achieving it too and get into that feeling of happiness for them. Get into that energy. Put yourself into that vibration through love. And once you get into the habit of putting out good energy, you will slowly start to attract a happier mentality. More good things are going to come to you because like I said, once you put it out, it's going to come back in various ways, but you're going to have more and more and more good just coming into your life. And you may not even know why, but it's because of what you are putting out. God sees everything, whether you say it or you don't say it. Whatever you feel, whatever you think is a real thought. On a spiritual level, on a scientific level, thoughts can be seen through scanning. And thoughts travel very fast. It's energy. It's real. So be careful about what you think. And when you do think, think great things. And it'll come back to you. The third feminine tip to begin your journey is to create positive affirmations for yourself. Now, this is going to take some time to create because it's going to require you to spend time with yourself, discovering who you are and who you are not. I didn't really understand affirmations for a very long time. Like when I was younger, I used to think it was really silly, especially because as a teenager, I was very confident and I didn't think that telling myself I am beautiful in the mirror was going to make me feel any more beautiful. When people would tell me that they did that, I would think to myself, okay, well, I would rather have someone tell me I'm beautiful every single day and that'll make me feel better. (laughs) But I didn't understand how affirmations worked. I didn't understand the purpose of them. It wasn't until I became a psychologist that I was able to draw the connections that I'm sharing with you. See, when you were born from the ages of birth, zero to about seven years old and actually even before you were born but let's just let's just for the sake of conversation from zero to about seven years old your mind is in this trance-like state where it's just absorbing information and that information gets stored into your subconscious mind which then operates through your body So you don't know that most of the time when you're doing things, you're doing it with your subconscious mind. It's not your conscious mind. Your conscious mind are like the thoughts that you know you're thinking like, oh, it's a great day. I'm beautiful. It's hot. I'm happy. I'm hungry. I like this guy. I want to get married. Those are all conscious thoughts. You know you're thinking them. You know what's going on in your mind. The subconscious thoughts are really what's running the show though. And those are the thoughts that you're not aware of. And this is why you're able to drive a car and not realize you're even driving sometimes. So say you're driving home from work and you had a stressful day. You're thinking about all the meetings and everything that happened. And 30 minutes later, you're home and you think, wow, I didn't even realize that I wasn't fully here this whole time. I was thinking about something else, yet I drove all the way home. That was your subconscious mind. Your body and your mind know how to drive that car and get you home, whether you're thinking about it or not. And that's the issue. That's also happening within you every single moment. But if you're not aware of what is operating you, then your actions may not match your results. Your subconscious mind is operating off of behaviors that you were subjected to as a child. 
And you may want to take a look at that because as a baby, your subconscious takes in everything. It can't say, oh, well, mommy didn't feed me because she's just wrapping up her Netflix show. No, that baby brain will say mommy didn't feed me because she doesn't care and doesn't love me and I'm not worthy of love. It doesn't have to go in that way. But when it's happening repeatedly, it creates a certain consciousness within you. And you learn through that injury of that pain that you're not worthy of attention or love or importance. And it gets stuck down there. So if you're beginning your feminine journey and you start cleaning up your appearance, cleaning up your hygiene, smiling, eating clean, being nice to people, and then all of a sudden people start complimenting you, you start receiving attention from men, getting asked on dates, maybe even start dating a great guy who's taking care of all of your wants and all of your needs. You begin to be noticed in this world, right? You may get into a place where you start pulling back. And you self-sabotage because subconsciously, you did not believe you were ever even worthy of a lifestyle like this. You may not be able to handle the compliments and the attention because you don't think you are that person. You don't believe you deserve it. So affirmations are said to reprogram your mind if it needs reprogramming. It may not. This is actually most beneficial for any of you ladies who were raised in an abusive household or in a household where you didn't really receive positive affirmations about yourself and really didn't develop those things as a child. It's something to do anyway, even if you don't need it, it cannot hurt because it's not just your parents that impact your mind as a child. It's also messages from society. It could be your teacher giving you a certain look and making you think that you're unworthy. It could be messages from society just saying that you're ugly because you come from a certain background. And they're not messages that are clear, right? They're messages like when you go to the store and you can't find a Barbie doll that looks like you. That's a message. You're not worthy of being represented or duplicated into this beautiful doll, right? That's a message too, whether or not you had the perfect upbringing. So these affirmations are powerful regardless of your background. However, if you were raised with a parent who had narcissistic personality disorder or in a turbulent home, then this is something that I want you to look into. So affirmations are said to reprogram your mind and they're usually done when you're in a relaxed state, kind of like when you're a baby, that hypnotic state right before bed or right when you wake up in the morning when your conscious thoughts are off. You need those thoughts to be quieted and silent so that whatever you're saying can go straight into your subconscious, which is why most people record themselves saying their affirmations and playing it before they go to bed. What I'm encouraging you to do is to just start with basic affirmations that you say to yourself in the morning and before you go to bed. And sometimes I'll even add Bible scriptures to my affirmations because for me, it's nice to remind myself of who God also says I am because that's actually what grounds me and gives me like the boost of confidence about the things that I say to myself. <laughs> if it lines up with what the creator of me says I am, then I can't go wrong. The final and most important habit to develop to begin your feminine journey is meditation. 
As a feminine woman, meditation allows you to be more emotionally available. It'll help you to become softer, and it also allows you to develop compassion. I know that you might think it's just about closing your eyes and being peaceful and something like that, but it's actually a concept that was developed in many religions to serve as a tool to help us connect. Meditation is about practicing awareness. What is going on with you, with your thoughts, with your body, which is a result of your thoughts usually. And you can sit with these thoughts and let them go. We do not spend enough time with ourselves and that's why we don't know ourselves. And we can't know others if we don't know ourselves. And in this instance, I'm specifically referring to pain and suffering. Meditation allows you to sit still and let your mind and body be in sync. You sit with yourself and you focus on your breathing. As your thoughts are racing over time, you will learn to quiet them and focus on your breathing in and out. When you breathe out, you are breathing out everything your body no longer needs. You are getting in touch with how you're feeling. And yes, you may notice ailments in your body, stress. You will begin to notice the flow of your thoughts, what thoughts are constantly coming to your mind. You may feel anxiety about having to see someone. You may feel lost, like you don't know what you're doing in life. You might start thinking about something someone said earlier to you that you didn't quite process or didn't make sense. So many things will come to your mind. So many things will come to your mind. And when you have these thoughts, you might think these are negative thoughts and try to push them away, which is what most people do. In meditation, you are not going to push those thoughts away. You're also not going to judge them. So they're not negative. They're not bad. They're just thoughts. So you're observing them like you're observing a child tugging on your dress. It's tugging at you. These thoughts are always tugging at you and you're going to pay attention to them. Yes, the pain is there and you're going to comfort the pain like a baby and then let it go. Breathe it out. Once you get into the habit, it gets easier and and then it turns almost euphoric. It's so wonderful. Meditation allows you to develop compassion because once you realize all this pain and suffering that you feel and you get to hold it and let it go and you start really getting control of your thoughts, you'll be able to realize and recognize how much pain and suffering others also experience. And then when you deal with people, you will look at them through the lens of compassion. You will be still and be able to hear them when they talk. This is how God shines through you. Meditation and prayer will inevitably change your life. And it may be the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's been missing this entire time. Just remember, my butterfly, that as a woman, you hold the ability to deeply express affection, appreciation, compassion, 
love. Those gifts are inside of you, whether you use them or not. But you have all of it. But first, you have to look within and heal everything that's going on with you. That way you can appreciate everything, the good and the not so good, because you'll realize how it all works together for you. Embrace the changes. The changes are necessary from day to night, from summer to spring. We are always in a motion of change. So embrace all of these new habits, go out into the world, and make a feminine impression. First to yourself, and then to the world. Please be sure to share this episode with someone that can also benefit from it. I appreciate you all, and I love you all deeply. Thank you for spending some time with me this morning, and until next time, my butterfly, this is Dr. Michelle.